What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Anthony and Mike, and we are discussing the season three finale of The Boys. Finally, it only took us how how long to get here? Third time's a charm. Yeah. So the first two times we were supposed to record this, I got sick both times, you know, stupid migraines. But now we're recording. There's a lot to talk about. I don't know where I want to start. Do we want to start at the beginning or do we want to talk about this ass whooping at the end? <laughs> we started at the beginning. We're going to start at the beginning? Yeah, might okay. as well. So we know what Victoria Newman was giving uh, Homelander now on that yellow piece of paper. She was giving him Ryan's location. This hoe. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, really? Like, you did, she's just... Like she's really getting comfortable making power plays. Like she's definitely Edgar's daughter, even though I don't think because she's not biologically his daughter. Uh-huh. I think she had he's the he adopt, but she learned all she could from him because she's pulling major power moves now. I, I'm just like you know, it's one of those things where when you go, hey Homelander, when you go ballistic, remember I'm the one that gave you the address to your son's house. Like I mean, and did- I think that's what she did because remember when when she caught him in the the barn you know drinking his milk you know, <laughs> you know that, she sound, kinda, that sounds like was, a misrepresentation of what was actually happening well i mean that's what he was doing when she caught him when she walked in he was drinking the milk from the bucket we're not gonna talk i'm glad about it was from the bucket at that point Ugh. we're not gonna talk about the oh god can you imagine <laughs> Yes, I can. That's terrible. It's very bad. I don't want to imagine it. Oh my but god! I mean, this is. Wait, you ever seen? I've, I've been to. I've been to. Uh, I've, I've been around cows. Yeah, the the things that happen near those buckets would just. Ugh. I don't even want to know. And don't give them any ideas. This is the show that built a eleven foot penis, so we we don't need to give them no ideas. Eleven foot tall pee pee hole. None. But yeah, you know, when she when she confronted him in the barn and she was telling him, yo, you need to pull your shit together, blah, blah, blah. Remember, he jacked her up like he was about to fight her. She was like, look, I'm just suggesting a mutually beneficial relationship. And so she gave him the information to find Ryan. What does she get in return? We find that out later on in the episode. Oh, guess who's the new vice presidential nominee man she is shady as fuck like damn but i mean we knew that when she was when we figured out she was the one popping heads at the end of last season right yeah but it's like to actually actually get homelander to get the deep to drown the other vp candidate that's some next level shit so i don't think that was her plan. I think she was planning for Homelander to do it, but Homelander in his um in his anger over everything that was going on and in his disgust over, oh, you guys are the people that I got for my family. Y'all are no family to me. I think Homelander was just willing, he he just wanted to see how high everybody was willing to jump. And the deep, you know, was like, seriously, sir, that's treason. And Homelander's like, that's a big word. And he was like, whatever you say, sir, I was like, you are such a patsy, deep. Like, gr- I don't even know if I want to say grow some balls, but I mean, just grow a pair. Drink more fresca. 
you know, that's the, I was going to mention Fresca because at the beginning of the episode, uh, when we get to the part with Butcher, Huey, and um, Soldier Boy, you know, apparently Soldier Boy has already told Huey and Butcher at this point that, you know, Homelander is his son. And Butcher's like, well, how, you know, that ain't really his son. He was like, yeah, I know. He seems to be taking it okay. And then Soldier Boy comes out of the bathroom and he's got alcohol in the glass and he's pouring Coke into the glass. And I was just laughing because I was like, oh, they're not doing product placement with Fresca this time. But I forgot Fresca is a Coca-Cola product. Right. Was that alcohol or milk? It definitely was not milk. Soldier Boy is not the milk, like milk type. Huey said he need he said he needed a drink. I don't know because you know because you know Pepsi and milk was made popular by Laverne and Shirley when they were in there. So maybe he didn't have Pepsi and he went with Coke. Gross. I'm just saying it's a it's I'm a just thing. saying it's gross because Pepsi just by itself is gross, but to mix it with This is true. Gross. I mean they mix Coke and peanuts. It's like Coke and peanuts. Pepsi Coke and peanuts and... make sense, especially if you are from the South, especially if you are no, from it Atlanta, doesn't. which we are. Yes, it does. No, it yes, doesn't. It does. Don't make me take no, your no, unfortunately, don't, don't make me take your A-Town card. It does. <laughs> no. Don't make me take your A-Town card. You've been, in, you've been living in, in the sticks too not... long, Mike. <laughs> yeah, you would think if I lived <laughs> in the sticks, it would make more sense to me. But no, it does. He lives in the northern he sticks. Right. He lives in the northern sticks. Anthony and I, we're Whatever. Yeah, he lives up north in where? Merida area? Yeah. Can this song? You, you trying to call me a Yankee? What the <laughs> hell's going on here? You're a Southern Yankee. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, Pepsi and Coke is a thing. Maybe you did have Pepsi, so I used Coca Cola and milk. So, no, that's it. Absolutely Gross. not. <laughs> Gross. Oh, it actually says Soldier Boy is drinking milk mixed with Coca Cola, popular hangover remedy. So, oh, he wins. <laughs> But why would he have a hangover? I mean, I agree. It's, I agree. Drunk. It's disgusting. He wasn't he drunk. Wasn't? He needed a no. He needed a drink to get over the fact that he realized that Homelander was his son. You saying all those drugs and shit that he's been doing that he's not going to experience a little bit of a bit of a oh shit. Oh my I mean, God. he has been self medicating. That is in his system and heavily. All the, yeah, no, he's probably like. Um, I'm trying to think. What superhero is it? Um. Oh my God! I was I'm I'm trying to think. There's some superhero that is in my head, and I my, my mind just went blank. But they literally can't. Oh, I think it's like the Flash. He can't get drunk because because he burns. Because well, he has off. a super metabolism. That's I, not I know, but I'm saying whatever it is that they did to Soldier Boy, we still don't know the extent of what they did with him when they experimented on him. Those kind even of the Hulk can get buzzed. <laughs> was proven in She Hulk. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All I'm the just stuff saying. that they shot up into Soldier Boy and that they gave him, cocaine and Jack is probably like an aspirin for him. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, you know that's fine. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. saying too. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So Soldier Boy has told the story of his bundle of joy. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's still, I know Lori called it and I know it's it's been confirmed now, but it's just still so weird 
to think about Soldier Boy and Homelander being like biologically related because even though they never knew anything about each other, have never spent any real time together except for that ass whooping that, you know, happened at Herogasm, you look at the two of them and you're like, yeah, nature over nurture. Prime example. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, both of them are douches and both of them, like, yeah, it's it's very obvious. Anyway, yeah, Soldier Boy seems to be taking mm-hmm. that a little bit harder than than you would think but then we find out when later on when he's talking to butcher he's like yeah you know i, I always figured i had a couple of rugrats running around around there i actually wanted them and i was like huh yeah, him and crimson countess which i'm like i i guess when you're that much of a narcissist and you're that self-centered it's easy to miss the signs because I don't know how you couldn't tell that Crimson Countess just wasn't that into you. Because it's almost—I mean, he—he's Soldier well, Boy. He has an ego. Yeah. His ego probably probably said that everybody's—you know—I'm Soldier Boy. I'm famous. I'm rich. I'm really strong. Everybody loves me. Everybody wants to fuck me. Why, why wouldn't you be interested in me? And why wouldn't you want my attention and and be exactly. with me? Yeah, have my babies and all that good stuff. I know. Also, real quick, how weird is it that each of them had a thing, had a little fling with a redheaded superhero? That is so, not only that, I mean, remember, Soldier Boy mentioned that he he started Herogasm with Liberty, who was Stormfront, who Homelander was also, like, that's a level of, like... (laughs) Yeah, sharing is caring, taken too far, like, yo, calm down with that. That's like that's like okay. I'm no, I'm not even gonna make a real life parallel because I was mm, no, but but it 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 happens. It happens, especially in the celebrity world. But anyway, yeah. Oh, so again, Janet has a type, you know. (laughs) I'm just saying, it's it's just uh. Anyway, um. Okay, I want to talk about a train real quick. Because in the in this episode, you do get a lot of um, not necessarily closure, but you do get them touching on pretty much all of the members of the seven. We get to see all of them, or I don't even are they still called the seven? Because it's think not so. like there's seven of them anymore. It's like five Starlight or six of them quit. now. Maeve is missing or was missing at the beginning of this episode. It's Homelander, the Deep, A Train. That's that's it. Oh, black, black noir. It's, it. it was like it's like the big three and a half, as ba- basically, basically. But um, A Train goes to see his brother because, of course, his brother, you know, now paralyzed thanks to Blue Hawk, and he's back in his blue. So the the Kente suit is gone. Thank goodness. <laughs> That shit was so it was that was so cringeworthy. Like, bruh, just be you. You ain't gotta be nobody else. Just be you. You, you, you ain't, ain't nobody gonna be mad because they know it's you. Don't try to be don't try to be ultra woke like I'm blackity black the blackity black black blingity black. No, no, just be you, dog. Just, just just let it go. But I think that I think the worst part of that is you walk into your brother's first of all, i I don't think I've ever seen any of them in regular clothes except for 
the women because you've never seen the well i think homelander no the no Mm-mm. yeah the deep we've seen he hey i think he had a suit once did he i don't remember having a suit i'm though. trying maybe, to remember maybe when not. he was cast out when he was staying with uh what's his name uh was was a archer a black archer or what um the guy he was staying with i think yeah, he had Eagle on some or whatever yeah yeah i think he had on some regular clothes then maybe when the when the gills were t- talking to him but I don't remember. But yeah, I don't think we've ever seen them in like regular clothes. So anyway, A-Train comes to his brother's house and he's got on the blue suit and his brother looks at him and he was like, oh, so what happened to you? And he's like, yeah, man, funny story. They gave me a new ticker. I'm gonna be able to run again. I was like, you insensitive fuck coming in saying this stuff to your brother who was sitting in a you wheelchair. Can't walk like... You insensitive fuck. This is your brother. I, I mean, we already know A Train is insensitive. We already know he he has a bit of a um selfish streak. But I'm like, but this is your brother. This is the person who trained you. This is a person who helped make you who you are. And you're coming to him for what? Oh, yeah, look at me. I'm gonna be able to do what I need to do, but I can't do it without you. Come back and try. Dude, read the room. We 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 have not said that phrase in a long time. Read the fucking room. You are asking your brother to come back and train you so you can go back to living your life while he's stuck in a, a wheelchair because mm-hmm. of some dumb shit you did by bringing Blue Hawk to, you know, for a photo op and to apologize. And all. Beyond the fact that he saw, he pretty much saw through him as soon as he told him, he was like, where'd you get the heart? And it's like he he knew exactly what the fuck was up. He's like he wasn't fooling. Atrey mm-hmm. wasn't fooling. Couldn't couldn't put it past him for nothing. And then and he was like, like, "Did you I, kill Blue Hog? This is your big brother, probably the one person in the world that know your lion face better than anybody." <laughs> or his voice. Knows, his voice was like, "No, man, like really." Right. He knows all your tales. All of them. Insensitive motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and his brother is mad like rightfully so he was like look I didn't want you to kill him I wanted my kids to see him paraded in front of you know in the t- in front of the TV in handcuffs and know that he would be brought to justice you just robbed that you know you robbed that from me and what was what was A-Train's response he was like I, I, I got you justice or something like that I was like so I'm I'm still hoping for A Train to get a a um redemption arc. And, and oh, no. those, and I those... was thinking about you when that scene was playing. I was like, and I don't know. I don't know now. I'm 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 starting to back away from that ledge. I, I don't think it's uh I don't I don't know if it's gonna happen. I think I I don't think this show is setting many of these characters up for redemption arcs other than you know, maybe maybe yeah that's 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 pretty much it so since since you mentioned Maeve let me say that Maeve in this episode at least towards the end and I've said this before because you know first season second season you know I didn't really care for her character at all didn't like her character most of this season towards the end of this episode I was like this is the Maeve I've wanted where has she been this whole time Mm -hmm. because she actually stood up to homelander 
she stood up to i mean she stood up to the boys because they were you know trying to stop butcher and soldier boy from going after uh homelander because they were like yeah soldier boy is going to destroy everybody he's going to kill a whole bunch of innocent people we can't do this yeah how many people have died because of homelander how many of your friends have died because of homelander like even if y'all don't kill him he needs to be incapacitated something they need to stick him in a, a a box somewhere and put on ice put him next to his daddy <laughs> i mean you want to you, you want to be a family so much you want to be with your pops go go sit in the box next to him and wherever it is they sent him at the end of the episode but i mean this was the name that i wanted now i will say this too one of the things i i think i don't like about Maeve is that I feel like with some of her lines, like, you know, the whole thing that she said to Huey when, you know, of course, Maeve is trapped in the tower. The LGBTQ community, because of Starlight's Instagram video where Homelander admitted that Maeve was locked up somewhere, they got to the attorney's general, the attorney general, the attorney general was coming to Vought Tower to, you know, free her. So Ashley and the deep had her moved. So she's in this armored truck. They try to sedate her. I don't know. I don't know why they thought they was going to sedate her, but she kills all the people in there. She escapes. She shows up at uh, mother's milk's apartment or yeah. Mother's milk's apartment. And when Starlight and Huey walk in, Huey's like, Oh, I'm glad to see that you're okay and stuff. And she was like, what did she say? If you had a you have a neon sign that says raw dog me, I'm a bottom. And I was just like, <laughs> was that really necessary? She is so like, creative with dissing Huey. It's like, God <laughs> damn. She I don't know where she gets this shit from. I'm like, that, that, yeah, that's just but creative. I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like, and I don't know if it's just the way that the lines are being delivered or just the character in general. I feel like they're trying too hard to make her to be this unfeeling character. You know, or this person that is a feeling character trying not to be an unfeeling character. I don't know. It just, I don't know. I just don't like it. it I don't know. It, it kind of works. It kind of works for me because we know, no, if you if you're watching the show, you know that she's a very sensitive and feeling person, and she has this this mask. She's trying to hide that. She's been hiding that. Right, and it's because it's not who she really is. I mean, they they've been kind of, they've been kind of playing it up that she's like that she's been putting on a facade this whole time, yeah. like especially with showing that she's a lesbian and showing her have a relationship with Homelander, or it's like they like she's been hiding a lot of who she is, and they've kind of been building that to show that there's a lot more to her that she doesn't show everybody. So and she I has a lot that. that she's hiding. It just I don't know it some of the lines that she delivers where she's supposed to be putting putting off or putting forth that that persona i don't know it just doesn't seem and maybe it's not supposed to seem natural maybe that's that's the problem because i think that's the point it's not supposed to be natural for her i don't know it just when she said it it's so cringeworthy it's like it doesn't like if butcher had said it i i would buy it you know what i'm saying if mother's milk said it i would even buy it 
but I don't know coming from Maeve it just it just feels weird I, I don't know I don't know maybe I just need to I, I just need to go back and maybe rewatch it and just kind of reevaluate what I think about her character I just something about the way they write her is just it's it feels weird to me so I don't know well I mean I mean I don't think none of us can really speak to the pressure of being one person in public but someone else in private so it's like I mean that has to be really hard on her like pretending not to I mean, all the time in the first season going into the second season, pretending not like hiding that she's a lesbian. I mean, that I mean, I know I know people who've had to come out of the closet like that was and it's such a release for them that it's really hard. Like they, that's, that's a really difficult thing to hide who you are inside, like to but not be that, the person. And and, and that can come out thing, different ways, like come out people. her being. She's around people who accept her for who she is. So why put on this facade in front of them? I think that's the, probably the thing that bothers me. Because like, she doesn't, even, doesn't know who she can trust. I mean, she doesn't know who how they react, especially if she's around Homelander, who's like the. But the, what the, I'm the talking about this specific scene, she is like she is on the run, and she came here because she trusts these people. So why still put on that facade? I, I don't think she went there because she trusts them. She had nowhere else to go. Yeah, there's nowhere else. <laughs> that's not. That's, that's sort of a different. Like she. At the bare minimum, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So, you know, okay. there, there's a there's not that much trust there, but it's like, well, I know they're at least on my side. Like, but she she doesn't absolutely trust them at all. And Huey's the easy target. It's like every time she sees Huey, <laughs> she's like, okay, gay joke number one. See, raw dog. Maybe that's what one, bothers me too. I'm so tired two. of her picking on Huey. Like Huey ain't did nothing wrong to you. Leave come him on. alone. Everybody picks on Huey except Annie. Yeah, he's a, he's an easy I mean, target. It's like, and he and he doesn't say anything back. He's like usually he's just like, hi Maeve. I see Maeve. Yes Maeve. Okay Maeve. Because it's like he's like he 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 cares, but he's like I don't want to talk back to her. Because I'm not trying to get into it with her. He just and like kind of just goes along with it. Too, as well, yeah, she so. could break him like easily. <laughs> I guess I guess I'll take that. But I'm just like, maybe that's what's bothering me. Because why are you always so hard on Huey? What has Huey done to you? Like exist. <laughs> that's what Huey's done. <laughs> and I he guess exists, if, looks- if I guess in a way, if you if you if you look at that answer closely, Huey is able to be who he is without it. You know, like yeah, yeah people. People rib on him, but he's still able to be who he is. So I I get it when you say that, like yeah. she's not able to be who she is completely, and she has to hide. And okay, I get and it. also Huey Huey is somewhat part of the inciting incident for the whole current storyline we're on. Like everybody was kind of stuck in the same place until his girlfriend got splattered, and yeah. that sort of he sort of set everything in motion. So their lot in life and what's going on with everyone now is started with Huey. Technically speaking, it started with A-Train, but okay. I well, okay. <laughs> tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Yeah, tornado, tornado. <laughs> Cosplato, cosplato. Yes. I get it. I get it. Advertisement, advertisement. Yes. No. I hate advertisement. It, it just sounds so advertisement. Anyway, anyway, oh my god. Okay. 
but yeah so anyway uh i i guess i'll not be so hard on Maeve. like i said it's just i don't know something about her just always has always bothered me but i guess it, it is that whole her trying her trying so hard to present herself in one way it's just yeah I, I guess that's what it is because like i said towards the end of the episode i had no problem with her i had no problem with her during the fight and no problem when she was there you know when at the end when annie came to see her she was like you're like a fucking like you're a walking hallmark card but she was also able to be herself she was there with elena and she wasn't as yeah she wasn't as off-putting then she was still kind of okay i've got you at arm's length but it wasn't as obvious and it wasn't as crass and i think maybe that's probably what it is but mm, okay i'll leave Maeve alone after all she was the hero of the episode so i'll leave her alone for now yeah um let's see oh okay so we're gonna talk about black and war now just to get it out the way because we saw in the last episode black noir has a very um very turbulent history with homelander let's say and i really thought at first that he was just gonna kind of not come back until whatever this you know this resolution was between um homelander and soldier boy because not only are you running from soldier boy because of what you did to him in the past now you know that homelander is pissed off with you too because in in a sense you abandoned him and you know how homelander is about being abandoned he has major major abandonment issues issues. Mm -hmm. so the fact that he came back in this episode i was surprised but it's so funny because when they showed him coming back you know he's walking down the hallway in vault tower and he almost looked like he was coming to fight. And I mean, even the little cartoon characters were coming like they were about to fight. Like, yeah, we're about to do something. So he comes in and he shows Homelander a sign and he was like, Soldier Boy will come. We have to kill him. Okay. So bad later, timing. Yeah, later on. And this is right around, you know, this is when he's really thinking about what's going on. Um, I think he had just found out that he had just found out that Maeve had escaped and when they're getting ready or when I, I should say when Black Noir is getting ready, you know, he's sharpening his sword and Homelander comes into the room and he's kind of feeling him out. He was like, you do know that sword is not going to do anything to him. And, you know, he, he admits to Black Noir. He was like, you know, he's my father. And, you know, they lied to me this whole time. They, you know, they kept them from me. The one thing in the world I wanted and they kept them from me. And um, he was like, I don't know if I want to kill him now. And Black Noir is like, yeah, we have to kill him. We must kill him. And, um, you know, he walks over to Black Noir. He was like, you know, people say that you're hard to read, but I can see your expressions. He was like, I can see through that. I can see through your mask. Like, no, literally, I can see through your mask. I can see your scarred face. I can see that crooked smile. And I was like, oh. So if Black Noir has been making any kind of facial expression about the whole soldier boy thing, 
Homelander can probably see like, oh, this dude knew some shit because I'm sure when he admitted to Black Noir that Soldier Boy was his father, Black Noir's face probably didn't change and that was how he knew. He was like, did you know that I had a father running around out there or that I had a father out there? And Black Noir just kind of stopped for a minute. He was like, yep. And I will say this, and we talked about this, I think, a, a few episodes ago when we were talking about it. I really hope they're not trying to make Homelander a sympathetic character and not trying to give us a redemption. But like, there are a couple of times in this episode where you really could see his vulnerability and a little bit of humanity yeah. coming from him when he yeah. is reunited with Ryan. And he's talking to Ryan and Ryan was like, aren't you mad at me for what I did? And Homelander looked like he was about to cry. Like, no, son, you know, what you did was a mistake. I will never, ever be mad at you for something like that. I will always love you. And you see Ryan breaks down. And I was like, okay, here y'all go on the Homelander redemption train. Choo-choo. But I was like, I'm not going to fall for it. I'm not going to fall for it. I mean, we said it a couple of episodes ago. If there's one thing that I think Homelander is genuine about, I do think it it is his love for Ryan. I will say that. The mm -hmm. other thing in this, in this um, episode, I do feel like he really thought of Noir as his friend. And so that betrayal that you see on his face when Noir says, you know, nods, yes, that's, I knew you had a that's dad. That's real. Mm-hmm. The way his face broke when he realized that the one person he considered his best friend had known about this his entire life and never said anything, I was like... Yeah, I can't remember if it was last episode or the episode before where he was like, you know, Black Noir is like, I know that's my dude. That's a person that I know mm -hmm. is on my side that mm -hmm. I can count on, I can rely on. And then you've been lying to me my whole freaking life. Like you didn't tell me. At some point you could have said, you know, your dad is out there somewhere. Right. That's all it would have taken. Mm -hmm. And he would Yeah, but how do you how do you have that they, conversation? It's like yeah. Especially how? when you were the you were the reason that his father is sitting in a in, in a tank somewhere in Russia being experimented well, on. Well, how about like, this? Yeah, how do you have that conversation? Well, Look at you now. I mean, the guts all over the room. Just look at you now. Yeah, it's like he didn't. He didn't want. He did not want. There's no chance that he wanted Soldier Boy knowing who his dad is, much less finding him. You, he realized that if he told Soldier Boy that his dad was probably still alive in Russia, Homelander. he would have flown his ass to Russia, broke him out, and brought him back. And I mean, then, he could have stuck with the the company line and just said that, yeah, he died. You know, okay, but he's still lying. But line. he's going. He would have still found out he's lying. He's lying. Well, he could have been like, they, I, at that point, he was like, well, I just assumed he was dead. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, think anything. about it. I'm sure he didn't keep up with them once they no. gave it to the Russians. He was probably, probably like out of sight, out of mind. The Russians have him. I'm not going to worry about him. They dissected him. They took him apart to figure out how he worked to try to anti, you know, reverse engineer the, the serum or whatever. You know, I just assumed he was dead, but you know, I can tell you that, yeah, he was probably your dad. Either way, his outsides were going to become his insides. It's like either he <laughs> lies to him, he lies to him about him not having, not even telling him about his father, or telling him about his dad. He had a father, but he's dead. When he shows up, either way, he's going to be, he's going to lose some guts. He's losing guts either way. Look at, look at you now, bruh. Look at you now, noir noir. Look at you. Homelander was like. And, and 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 again, 
he was so pained to have to do that. But yeah, he reaches in. He reaches into Black Noir's chest cavity. I was gonna say, you are my brother. <laughs> my brother. <laughs> Am I my brother's keeper? He had the high ground. Yeah, he had the high ground. Yeah. Mm, but yeah, he he rips out Noir's uh everything. And I'm Man, sure there was he... no sand in the room whatsoever. I'm almost positive. Does he kind of remind reminded me of? The was it was it was it the injustice run of DC where Superman put his hand through Joker's chest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, well, I saw that in the animated version. <laughs> he did. I that. saw I saw the comic version. It's like Superman, <laughs> like after he killed Lois, he just went. <laughs> he pulled and... a Nolan, <laughs> which is interesting considering how similar those characters are. Yeah. But. Yeah. Poor black. I got your spine. His little little barnyard friends surrounded him as he. At least he wasn't alone, you know. They were there with him. But I'm kind of. You'll be in the sweet embrace of Christ the Lord. (laughs) I was like, really? Christ the Lord? I was like, y'all really had to throw that in there? Like, (laughs) Like, all right, whatever. Or, poor there's a part of me that for a moment for for a moment I was wondering I was like so is he really dead because when you think about when you when you recall the flashback where we see actually it's two flashbacks when you recall Mallory's um memories of what happened and you saw exactly what had happened to black noir's head you know part of his brain had been like uh, yeah he was he was fucked up and then when you see his own recollection of what happened the cartoon version of what soldier boy did to him i was like there's no way in hell he should have been able to survive that so i was wondering okay so did Vought keep him alive through artificial means so when he was laying there on the floor i was like I wonder, is there any way that they can save him? Like, is he really dead? Or is this like, did that make him immortal? We just don't know. But then when Soldier Boy, I mean, when uh, Homelander walked into the room with the Deep and A-Train and Ashley and put the helmet on the table, I was like, oh, I guess he went back to finish the job. Because other than that, I'm like, where else would he have gotten a helmet? Yeah, I I think he's done for yeah, Homelander probably felt bad afterwards. Like, okay, that was still my friend. Let me go at least, I don't know. Maybe he had somebody come and clean him up and, I don't know, not just leave him on the floor. I, I don't know. But that whole scene with uh, Homelander and Ashley, A-Train and The Deep, that scene was so uncomfortable because he's sitting there telling them and he was like, yeah, you know, well, first of all, when he tells them that Noir is dead, he he doesn't even say it to them. They're they're discussing, you know, what they should do as far as uh, Starlight and Maeve and all this other stuff. And they're like, well, where where is Noir? Homelander just puts the helmet on the table and the deep is looking like you could tell it was like it was in his mind what happened. But at the same time, he was like, no, nah, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. Oh, shit. He did that. 
oh, I'm going to have to really kiss his ass now. You know that's what was going through Deep's mind because he was trying to figure yeah. out how do I end up not like that. <laughs> not like that. But Homelander... You, you know, what, what concerns me is their whole discussion. They're like really scared of Soldier Boy. Like, do we need to evacuate the tower? Do we need to do this? Do we need... You know, and the only thing Homeland says we need to project strength. Like his confidence must really be shaken with the Soldier Boy thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they they, they all sound kind of scared. They yeah. sound scared, and I think I feel like Homelander maybe had the confidence then because of the fact that okay, Soldier Boy reached out to me to tell me that I was his son. Like he didn't have to do that. So I think maybe in maybe in Homelander's mind, he thought, okay, Soldier Boy reached out. He even said, hey, if they had told me, I would have stepped back and let you take the shine because what was it he said? What father doesn't want that for his son? Mm -hmm. For him to use those kind of words, especially in Homelander's mind, this is something Homelander has wanted for so long. Just a sense of someone that he belonged to someone that would love him someone you know that would make him feel like oh this is this is it this is my family this is where i'm supposed to be this is where i belong so i think maybe that phone conversation changed it for homelander instead of him being scared he was like oh no he wants to be my father we don't have to be scared of him we just have to show him hey we're all united and it'll be okay I don't think he expected for Soldier Boy to actually have the reaction that he had at the end of the episode when he was like, yeah, you're a fucking disappointment. But, you know, the way that he speaks to them when he's when he's in there is like, you can tell he's kind of at the end of his rope, like Black Noir's betrayal. You can tell that cut deep to the point where he's really like, I'm not trying... I'm not trying to play nice anymore. I'm not trying to spare anybody's feelings. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. The deep, you're a pussy. A train, you're a pussy. Ashley, take the wig off. You're a coward. That's true. <laughs> that oh was so God. horrible. Because she oh. was like, what wig? And he was just looking at her like, bitch, really? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn. I mean, uh, but we all kind of we all kind of figured that. With every with her just consistently pulling her hair out, that there's no way that she still has a full head of hair. We're like, there has to be something. But, but I didn't think it was that to that bad, extent. Like, because it was like she damn. the last time when we actually saw her do it, she pulled from towards the back. So you know, if you got a little bit of patches or whatever, you can kind of pull your hair down over it and and like cover it up. But no, um, ooh, she. Them damn wisp, little wisps of hair that she had left was just like, God damn. <laughs> Will of the wisp. Yeah, exactly. The ash of the wisp. It's like, even like, it's like A Train and the Deeper just like, oh shit, God damn. They, 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 nobody could look at her. A Train's like, facial Ooh. expressions in this whole scene because when <laughs> Homelander said something, uh, he was talking to them and uh, he was like, um, he was talking about how when they gave him the team he, how he was like yeah y'all aren't y'all aren't fucking y'all aren't a fucking team whatever whatever and the deep was like mr homelander sir i've always tried to help he was like what like when you ran away from home uh hero gasm 
or maybe when you fucked, you an, fucked octopus. an octopus. His <laughs> face was like, Whoop. yeah, he was like, I was hoping that team would be the family I never had, and then I got y'all motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> and that's when he was like, "You really want to help, Deep?" He was like, "Come here." And the Deep got up. I mean, he's sitting there looking at the helmet on the table. He was like, "What the fuck is he about to do to me?" But the look of disgust on his face, talking to them, talking about Homelander. I mean, he's absolutely disgusted with the people that's sitting in front of him. Mm-hmm. He, you know what? Did, did he get nominated for anything? Because yeah, Anthony Starr got nominated for something. Yeah, he's 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 an incredible actor. Just with his facial expressions, mm-hmm. say it all. Yeah. Yep. But um, yeah. So this is when he tells the deep to come here. He whispers something in his ear, and the deep is like, "Sir, that's trees." And he was like, "That's such a big word." Whatever you say, Mister Homelander, sir. <laughs> or I'll do it, sir. Whatever he said. Then he starts going in on A-Train like, how could you kill one of your own? I was like, yeah, I knew that was coming. The whole Blue Hawk thing. It's like, yeah, so no, what y'all are about to do, y'all are about to stand in front of everybody and tell tell them that we are the true justice. I was like, oh, this is about to be ugly. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, it's like, or, I mean, see, it's like, you can't really feel sorry for any of them. It's like, you know, y'all kind of brought every last piece of this on y'all self. All of y'all like, pieces every of, piece of it. To varying degrees. All yeah, all these things are self-inflicted wounds. Mm-hmm. All yeah. he's doing is just talking about it. Exposing them. Yeah. He's just exposing the wounds. It's like, or scalps, or whatever he's exposing. Especially the shout out about the octopus. That, yeah, <laughs> he's that called was... about like, like first you're eating them, then you're fucking them. Like what? What's what's the deal here? But when um you know the next scene after that is when we see the 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 potential vice president candidate, and I can't remember what his name is, but he's going out to the pool and he's talking to someone and he's talking about yeah, I'm expecting a good phone call in the morning. I guess at this point he's this is when he's expecting to be named as the vice presidential candidate for Bob Singer. He gets into the pool and he goes for a swim up, you know, up under the water. And the next thing we know, we see his body float up and then here comes the deep. And the deep looks around. He's like, shit. I'm like, yeah, dude, you better hope there's no cameras in that house. First of all, how does he have such a nice pool and it doesn't have lights in it? Or he didn't notice that. I mean... It's like most most pools at nighttime they have lights where you're swimming and you know you're, I mean it, they have lights on. I'm like, I mean, he, he may not have turned them on. Yeah, it's a simple. I deal. mean, if you think about it, you're at, you're at your house. Far as you know, nobody else is there. You are going for a swim in your own private pool? Hey, Bob, he was in danger. Like, if especially if you are somebody of that, you know, of that stature, chances are. He has security around, you know, so he's he's very naive and think, well, I won't even call it naive. He's very secure. He's probably thinking, yeah, nobody's going to come in here and get me. And if he hasn't really done anything to piss anybody off, why would they come after him? 
you know i mean granted he's a politician he's about he's probably about to be named vice president you would think he would be a little more i don't know diligent about his security and about what's going on around him but you know he wasn't thinking about that in that moment and like you said that pool was dark so is the deep's um costume so yeah he didn't see him and deep is dark haired so he he didn't see him and he may not have wanted to mess up his ambiance i mean he has all the soft light around you turn on the pool light all of a sudden it's a party you know mm -hmm. he might have been expecting someone yeah i mean you never know i don't know it just seemed kind of weird but it's like that just goes to show like i mean that's some some covert shit it's like deep could make a nice living killing people in pools like if he wanted to or killing people in the ocean it's like just drag him down hold him down underwater no effort it's like i don't know i feel like at some point he would start to get be suspected <laughs> at some point at some point. For all we know, he could have been the one that turned off the pool lights. This is true. Yeah, that's true. Like I said, old boy just didn't think about it. He was probably just like, okay, whatever, it's my pool. He probably didn't. And he has it. people for that. <laughs> Peeves, can you turn on the pool lights for me and the warmer? Mm-hmm. Right. That turn on the warmer, pee in your pool. That'll, that'll raise the temperature. Oh, God. <laughs> hmm. Okay. But anyway, um, but yeah, that, ugh, that was messed up. But I mean, it's like, I mean, this this people are just really like, damn, like so like underhanded in it. Like this episode, it's like it just seems like everybody had like an ulterior motive. It's like even Maeve had an ulterior motive. Like even like didn't seem like it. She's still like kind of. Went behind people, went behind their backs when she smashed the little perfume, the perfume toxin. It's like she like act like she was going along with it, then she just snatches it and breaks it. And it's like I think maybe at the time she probably was thinking about it. I don't know. Because if you if you think about what they what they know right off the bat or right here. Soldier Boy does seem like he might be the bigger threat simply for the fact that he could dis he could, you know, take away their power at any time with his power. So maybe she was going along like, okay, so in order to keep thousands of people from dying, we take out Soldier Boy. I mean, if you think about it, Maeve already has innocent deaths on her conscience. So maybe she didn't, yeah. yeah, so maybe she didn't want that. And she was like, okay, yeah, let's let's go along with the whole we got a disabled soldier boy thing. But then when Butcher starts talking, and he's like, No, we gotta we gotta get rid of Homelander. That's the more important thing. I think at that point she was like, you know what? Yeah, let's get rid of Homelander first because Homelander ruined my life. Homelander is the thing that is keeping me scared. It that is keeping me from being who I am, from being who with who I want to be. Because as long as Homelander is in this mood, Elena will never be safe. So I don't think that she had planned to double cross them the whole time. But I think at that point, 
she had to make a decision which one was more important. And for her, Homelander. Again, one of the things about Maeve that they have shown, she is, in a sense, kind of selfish when it comes to certain things. But in this instance, I don't blame her for that selfishness because she's not only thinking about herself. She's thinking about the other people Homelander has killed. Like, she doesn't really have any uh, history with Soldier Boy. You know what I'm saying? Even in her mind as a soup, if she knows what Soldier Boy went through, oh yeah, your team sold you out. They sent you to the Russians. They, they, uh, you know, they tortured you. They experimented on you. She have a good reason to be doing the shit that he's doing why am i gonna mess with that i i'm not gonna touch it homelander on the other hand that's personal to her so and again it's personal for for good reason she has a good reason to be selfish and to want homelander to die as opposed to soldier boy because that's the only way she's gonna get her, get her life back i mean we don't know how long he's kept her hostage in vault tower we don't it's know how much time it's passed. It's been several episodes. Yeah, so we don't know how long it's been. <laughs> Timeline-wise. Actually, it feels like the whole season, I feel like. Well, I mean, considering this is only an eight-episode season, yeah, you, you might be right, because mm. I don't think we've seen her since episode, what, four? Yeah. So, Yeah. But I mean, she she does. Uh, okay, first of all, the fact that Frenchie can just cook up a nerve agent just in a random ass lab in New York, not once, but twice. You know, Frenchie is like the, what Laura would say, the MacGyver of yes. the drug industry. <laughs> mm -hmm. I got some Clorox bleach, some Windex, and uh, there's some WD-40 over there. I got and you. some M&Ms. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got you. Whatever, whatever how you need, I got you. Right. <laughs> But he does, you know, get the nerve, the nerve gas. Uh, what is it, Novichok? I think that was what it was called. Something like that. Yeah, he gets it. He takes yeah. it to MM. Bless you. <laughs> and I will say this: the the conversation that him and MM had, I was like, I'm so glad somebody told MM, look, stop trying to hide all your shit from your daughter. Because yeah. he was sitting there feeling so guilty about the fact that he punched the shit on. In the last episode, which we love, don't, don't, remind, don't remind me about Todd. Please don't. I know. Well, I'm gonna have Some to bitch. because the end of the episode, we see him again, and so I'm gonna have, oh to, have to talk about Todd. It, he didn't hit him enough. hard enough. Yeah, exactly. He, he did not. He, hit him hard he did not. But yeah, he's sitting there feeling bad because he was like, you know, I tried my best to keep my shit away from Janine, and the only thing she's gonna remember is that her dad punched out her stepdad. And I was like, okay, so yeah, it is stepfather. Which, again, this bothers me because if you think about it, the end of last season, but from the end of last season to this season now, only it, it's only been just over a year that's passed. MM and Monique were still technically married at the end of last season. She was in hiding, but they were still married. So I'm like, so you mean to tell me within a year, a little bit over a year, she done got divorced and remarried? And remarried. Mm -hmm. 
And to somebody like Todd. I feel like we had this conversation. We had this conversation about how she went after somebody who was the complete opposite of Marvin. Yes, we had this conversation. conversation. I'm still questioning it because (laughs) I'm sorry. There is, there is, mm. there's a lot that can be said that we're not saying. (laughs) I mean, but I think our listeners understand. I mean, there's opposite and there's opposite. Like, which is what I don't. I understand you want to go in the opposite direction. You want somebody who's not like your ex or who doesn't have the same kind of issues or whatever. But it is obvious from a mile. Todd has very different issues that are very, very on the surface. But, but, but the issue that you are sort of raising but not really addressing, which I think we're all kind of. Is sort of a sensitive subject is the turnaround was so quick you know between divorcing and getting remarried right. use a hoe i'm sorry no, I, I, no, said that I, I won't even say that because i have i have seen relationships where people start dating they get engaged they get married within a span of months i, I get that but you go from but, a, a divorce a divorce mm-hmm dating and then marry that quickly i haven't seen that i don't think i have i feel uh, i I have i've seen like a couple of years i've seen it but i guess within several months i guess the real thing that it is to me is that i feel like it's more so like a trauma response like because if you think about it monique and mm they were married they were pretty they were pretty happy. I mean, even when MM was locked up, they were still married. He came home. There was no issue. But then they had to go on the run. Or they had to go into hiding because they got put in danger. And it was because of MM's work with Butcher going after the soups and stuff that put them in that danger. So I can kind of understand that maybe Todd made her feel safe because of the fact that he was so opposite. But Again, for me, I think the thing is, like I said, there is opposite. There is, okay, you're nothing like my ex-husband, blah, blah, blah. And then there is so far off, so far opposite and off the spectrum that it's like, huh? Because it's like for somebody like, like Monique to be married to somebody like M.M., who is obviously pro-black let's just let's just put it in those con- contexts obviously like a he's a, he's a black man he's 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 that black man pro-black hip-hop I, head I, yes i don't see monique going in the direction of somebody so completely opposite like todd is borderline racist Except for the fact that he's he's married to a black woman and has a black stepchild. It's almost it, like he's like that. Yeah, I support Homelander and Stormfront and everything, but oh, I'm not racist because I have a black wife and I have a black... He's that type of white may, person to me. May, maybe show. maybe Todd is a soup and his power is mind control. I don't know if I think... <laughs> or, or subtle influencing. Right, he's a Jedi. 
These are not the droids you're looking for. I'm know. not a racist. Because <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of. Is Your daughter belongs right. to Todd me. Might got that, he might got good big dick energy and that's why he's with him. <laughs> Sir, I mean, is that a third possible. leg that's you were born too. with? <laughs> Maybe that's a superpower. I don't know. But the whole thing just seems so weird to me. Especially considering you have a child in the midst of all of this. You go from one marriage to another that quickly. And then the type of person you are exposing your child to, like he is taking her to a superhero rally for Homelander. Do you not remember what the fuck you were on the run for while you were in hiding? Like none of that makes sense to me. Maybe it'll all be explained in season four. It's got to, because this shit don't make sense. It doesn't make it make sense, how it, it does not make sense. As a black woman, it, it don't make sense. None. Nada. Not am bit of sense. <laughs> it just doesn't. Not am. Not am. Am. Anyway. Hmm. So anyway. Okay, so now now we get to the, the brawl. We can get to the brawl, yes. So of course Frenchie, Annie, Maeve, Butcher, Kimiko, they all get together. They go to um they go to Vault Tower to confront no, uh, but, 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 but. you got you got um guess that Maeve and Butcher locked Oh Huey yes, the they sure did. Yes, so they're getting ready to go to Vought Tower. This is when Maeve throws away the nerve agent, and she was like, "No, he's right. Homelander has to die," um, because Soldier Boy is about to like light up. Him and Starfire are about to. They're about to. Fight. Did I just say Starfire? Wow. Wrong, yeah, you did. Wrong, wrong superhero. Wrong universe. <laughs> him and Annie. Because I forgot she's not Starlight anymore. She's Annie. They're about, they look like they're about to fight. Like they're about to go at it. And Maeve is like, nope, Homelander has to die. We're not about to fight. Butcher locks them in the safe. He, Maeve, and Soldier Boy, they head to Vought Tower while, you know, the rest of them are trying to get out of this safe. So when they finally do get out the safe, they're trying to figure out, they're like, okay, yeah, we need to go after them. And MM is like, so how are we supposed to do this? We can't, you know, Maeve got rid of the one thing that could take down Soldier Boy. And French is like, well, I think I, you know, there is one lab here in New York that might have the ingredients that I need to make the Nova Chuck. And what was it? MM said, he was like the most important night of my life. And I'm, and I got to rely on cooked, poked out Euro trash. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> You can't even have a little bit. I mean, I understand you mad, but you can't even have a little bit of respect. Dude just told you that you were one of the greatest men he's ever known. And you got to call him coked out Euro trash. Coked I out feel Euro offended. Trash. I feel offended. On, on You're Euro offended trash. for Frenchie's back. Oh, yeah. I, am. I, I mean, am. while it's, well, it's yay true at the moment. Like, it is. Yeah. 
Where's the lie? But the coked out uh, yeah. trash is about to save your ass because he's about to go find a lab in New York so that he can make you some more nerve agent. What friend of yours is going to do that for you? But but he's telling the truth. He's relying on the coked out Euro trash. But again, the the sober Euro trash might not have thought, hey, there's a lab where I can go and make this shit. <laughs> I don't know I'm if just, I mean he would have thought about it. I don't think he would have suggested it. He probably has, like has Frenchie been sober in the last thirty years? Like he has. Remember, I mean, he yeah, was I mean, for a yeah. while. I think he was for a long while, especially after what happened with Mallory's uh, grandchild. Oh yeah, yeah, he was. He was, right. but he was. after he this was. whole thing with what happened with little Nina abducting him and Kimiko and uh, Sharif, yeah, he's been, he's, he's yeah, back he's on been, that horse. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, Kimiko slapped him. She was like, yo, you've been doing this shit ever since we got back from Little Nina's. And I mean, I understand he was upset. He was like, yeah, when Little Nina said about me was true, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, you can't think that. That's not what I see. He was like, what do you see? She was like, Moon Sheree. I was like, like, why are they not together again? Why? I don't understand. Anyway. That was his trauma response. Anyway. I mean, so, yes. So they get out of the safe. Frenchie and Kimiko decide they're going to go to the lab to try to make more nerve agent while Annie, Huey, and, and M.M. are going to Vault Tower to try to stop Soldier Boy and the whole Soldier Boy and Homelander thing. I'm like, hmm, okay, so you got one super. You've got one kind of... So I, I don't even think Huey is a temp soup at this point because I think the V that he had in his system has worn off. And then you have M.M., who is big and has a grudge but has no superpowers yeah that, that we are aware of that we are aware of and all i'm still that, all the people that they're going to fight are all souped up including butcher i don't who know has taken think... another dose of the temp v even though he knows it's going to kill him i just really think that i'm i'm surprised it didn't come out a little bit with mother's milk like having like showing that he has he has a he has some limited invincibility because after all that shit when Stormfront blew up that car and he like rolled out with like hardly any damage on it last season I'm like mm-hmm. I was everybody was like does he have powers he has that powers there's no mm-hmm. chance that he wouldn't have been fucked up from that I and it's like think, I think may, that's I think that's one of the before. yeah I think that's one of the storylines they may have in their back pocket mm-hmm. just just in case they you know booster ratings or you which know, is really going to be the... interesting if they do bring that out yeah, yeah because butch is going to be like oh you're a soup eh you cunt you give me all that shit eh? right right <laughs> you right. wanted them from the very start yeah cunt <laughs> both of y'all your accents are horrible hush <laughs> hey i never proclaimed oh, to <laughs> but anyway just... so over in vault tower Homelander is there, and you know, the three amigos come up Soldier Boy, Butcher, and Maeve. And Homelander is, he's really trying to be, he's trying to master this whole family reunion thing. <laughs> he's talking to Soldier Boy. He's like, look, I don't want to fight. I just want to talk. And, you know, of course, we know Soldier Boy is there looking for Black Noir. He was like, yeah, Noir is dead. I killed him. And Soldier Boy is like, why? Because he didn't tell me about you. He was like, you know, I just I don't want to fight you. I I want us to be a family. You know, I'm your son. You know, I'm your blood. I'm your yeah. blood. 
you know? And then he well, brings Ryan out. So he took Ryan. I'm your father. <laughs> no. And he's no, like, that's impossible. Not true. Like, this is my son. Hi, Look Grandpa. I was like, no. Mm-mm. That was that. That seems so. That was so cringeworthy. It's like he looks. He, he Ryan looks so uncomfortable saying that. He was just like, "Hi, Grandpa." It's just like it's just like kids going to a family reunion where you where it's like. Remember, you go to a family reunion and you know nobody there, and they're like, "This is your aunt so and so." You're like, "Hey, aunt so and so." Like, like, don't don't touch me. Like, I don't know you. Like, no. Have to remember who I was. Yeah, I remember you when you were this big and you were walking around in diapers and your diapers falling off. I'm like, oh god. I just uh, felt really weird seeing somebody call Jensen Ackles grandpa. That was weird to me. <laughs> right. I, I would like I would like to make an observation about a theory. Uh, no, an observation about Homelander. <laughs> Homelander, we realize now has like this idealized, unrealistic view of fatherhood and family Mm -hmm. like what does he base his idea of what fatherhood should look like or what being a family should look like where is he getting this right so where is he getting it from because probably tv and books right so he automatically thinks oh he's my father so we have a connection but you know we learned in a previous conversation with um with um soldier boy that he didn't necessarily care too much for his dad or rather his dad didn't care too much for him didn't, didn't care too much for him because then, he, tried, he tried to impress his dad yeah so so we have these two different versions of fatherhood and i, I just think homelander really just not having or just lacking the knowledge of what a family is and not understanding that it's not black and white when it comes to family. Yeah, because I mean, sometimes the, it's I mean, great. If you think about it, the way that he was raised that that's that's to be expected. What I thought was interesting is, and we've seen this since they introduced Soldier Boy and they started kind of going towards that direction of of the reveal of him being Homelander's biological father because we see so many different similarities between them even though they had never met each other never been around each other never knew about each other there's still the similarities when soldier boy is talking to butcher about his own father he talks about yeah i was this i was that i was you know i was an all-american boy and my father like his father sent him to boarding school he was like his dad was rich but he was like yeah the the story of soldier boy was supposed to be that he grew up in the streets of, of hard knocks and blah 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 he was like that wasn't me i grew up in boarding school i went to boarding school i was a rich you know i was a rich kid he was like but my dad thought that i was a you know his his words or the way that they described i was a ponce so i went to i enlisted in the army i signed up for vox trials i was the first soup you know I did this, I did that. I came home, they threw me a parade and Butcher was like, oh, your dad was uh, proud of you then? He was like, no, he said, I took the shortcut. He called me a disappointment. And it was, it's that thing where you see, even though he talks about his old man, you could tell that that, dis- that that hurt him because he really wanted to live up to his dad's expectations. And I think his dad's rejection kind of led to him being the asshole that he eventually became, not just to, 
his team, but I mean, a lot of, I mean, think about MM's wall at the beginning of the season. He had nothing but articles about all the soups and all the stuff that they've done. And like we know, he's killed several members of MM's family. I don't know what it is about those two that they are drawn to each other like a magnet, but there is that that connection there. But to, to hear Soldier Boy talk about his own dad and how he was a disappointment to his dad and to know that he really wanted to please his father and then because he, he wanted so bad to have his own family, we find out that he looks at that and he thinks it's weak. So when Homelander is telling him all this stuff, oh yeah, we can really be a family now. You know, I'm your blood. You are my father. We can be a family. Here's my son. This is your grandson. We're, you know, and he's thinking that this will soften so Soldier Boy up. Soldier Boy is just like, I hate that I really miss so much because if I had been here to raise you, I could have made sure that you weren't a pussy. And Homeland yeah. is like, what? Yeah. It's like, yeah, so he, he basically he basically became his own father. He came, he became his he own became father. And Homelander yeah. was him. Was him. He saw him. Movie. He saw himself mm -hmm. in his in and he and I think he realized well not realized but I think he understood rightly or wrongly where his father was coming from mm -hmm. and adopted that and like oh yeah he's a pussy that toxic masculinity yeah. You know, oh, the that, real man, and and that sort of mindset. That speech was so cold blooded. He was just like, "I wish I could have raised you." He's like, "Me too." So then you wouldn't have been a pussy. Well, what? He wouldn't have been so weak. Right, <laughs> weak. I was like, "Damn, son!" Wow. Like, okay. And he just dressed him down. It's like, and Homelander for one for he's like he didn't know what to do. He's like, "Do I punch him? Do I hug him? Do I try to talk him out of it?" Like he was just standing there, like I'm. Uh, he was upset. Uh, he was like, "This is the one thing I have wanted this whole time," and whatever, you know. Yeah, he went. He went from the smug look he had when he pulled Ryan out to just being like, to his jaw just like slack, like I the shit. Well, that's the thing because at that point he does like grab Homelander, like he's gonna he's gonna kill him, and. Is at this point, you know, Ryan is still there. Ryan is seeing all of this, and Ryan is like, "Stop, stop, stop!" And then he blasts Soldier Boy, and I was like, "Oh, this shit is about to get ugly as fuck," because of course, Soldier Boy has no kind of connection to Ryan, grandson or not. He's like, "Fuck you! You just blasted me!" So he blasts Ryan. Ryan, you remember he's from, he's also from a different time. Mm -hmm. The time he's from, you you can piss your kids around. Yep, yep, yeah. And um, you can you can throw him off the roof without without people judging you and saying you could have killed him. Like I'm building him character, teach him yeah, how to fly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, nature versus nurture. But you know, he he blasts Ryan. Ryan gets knocked out out a little bit and of course homelander is going towards him like oh oh my god what are, are are you okay he gets mad they're getting ready to fight and butcher is getting ready to go after um soldier boy because of course ryan is 
I don't know what, what you call the term. He's not his stepson, but you know, he's he's Becca's son. And you just attacked him. So now Butcher is like, oh yeah, all bets are off. I'm about to whoop your ass now. So then it just becomes this big free-for-all because Butcher and Soldier Boy are starting to go at it. And then Maeve starts going at, because I think Homelander is about to go after Soldier Boy himself. And then Maeve comes in. He's like, Maeve, not now. I got bigger fish fish to fry. Maeve's like, I don't. And they get into this epic battle. Now I'm like, this is the Maeve that I have been wanting to see. Mm -hmm. Like I love her fight scenes because that's when you really see how strong her character is. And I'm like, why have they been giving her background shit for three seasons? That's another thing I think that pisses me off too is because her character, when she, when we do see her, one, she's not in the show very often. We don't get to see her a lot. So I just feel like it, it's it's kind of sort of been a waste of her character. Now, I don't know if they're bringing her back in season four because she is technically just human right now she's a regular schmuck as she says because you know she she takes soldier boy's blast um during this fight scene but she should have been given so much more to do instead of just being this random background character because in this scene we see she's fucking strong like she is whooping homelander's ass she's the only person that i can recall seeing who actually did some damage to him to where he started bleeding. I mean, the guys did it too, but it was three on one at that point. Yeah. Right. When in, in the comic book world, she's she's like number two behind Homelander. Yeah. Power. yeah. But it's just that the gap is so big. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, apparently it's yeah. small enough that she could that she could cause some damage to him because he, his nose starts bleeding. He yeah. was like, Oh, okay, so we're gonna do this. Okay, let's let's do this. So again, they start fighting. They're kicking each other's ass around. Ryan is over here knocked out. Butch and Soldier Boy get ready to be at it. Soldier Boy is like, what the fuck? Like, you were the one who wanted him dead. So why are we doing this? And Butch was like, you can't fuck with the kid. He was like, why? What is the kid to you? Like, he was like, that's my wife's son. <laughs> and then he was like, wait, Homelander fucked your wife? I was like, oh, <laughs> like, oh don't say it like that. Because that's really going to piss Butcher off. Which it does. Right. They start fighting. And in the midst of all this fighting going on, here comes Annie and Huey and M.M. Huey is going to like the, um, he's going to like the control room. He gets on the inter, uh, on the intercom and tells everyone, hey, there's a terrorist threat. You need to vacate Vault Tower. So everybody starts leaving. Now I will say this before we get back to this fight. Ashley is a cold bitch because she's getting ready to go to the helipad and her her assistant ashley is with her and she turns around she looks at her she was like where are you going ashley she's like with you ashley oh i'm sorry the helicopter is only for senior vice presidents and above sorry i was like you bitch you bitch you bald-headed bitch but anyway <laughs> i just snatched that fucking wig man <laughs> man anyway so going back to all of this so annie and mm come in they start fighting or i don't know if i really want to go mm doesn't fight mm tries to pull a gun and of course you can't bring a gun to a superhero fight because that's just not gonna work um annie is having 
not a great day because Soldier Boy is just throwing her around like a rag doll. In the meanwhile, while all of this ass kicking is going on in Vault Tower, Frenchie and Kimiko are in the lab trying to cook up this neurotoxin, this nerve toxin, and here comes the security. And Kimiko starts to pull her uh, maniac pose, which I thought was cute. I was like, okay, here we go with the with the dance and the music references. And um, she does have her superpowers back because she injected herself with the V last episode. So the soldiers come in, they start trying to shoot and she just goes on a rampage. And I was like, this is so painful to watch because I literally felt every stab, every whatever. I was sitting there watching it like this, like, oh, this hurts. Like, oh, like, I'm sorry. All of these people who are running in here with these guns, the minute she drops the first two or three or four or five of y'all, the rest of y'all should take note and back the fuck up and go back out the room. Like, why are you still sitting here giving her fresh things to kill it makes no sense but anyway one of the soldiers does get a shot off when she um tries to divert she tries to push the gun away it ends up shooting frenchy in the leg now you know at this point i'm pissed off i'm like kill them all kill them all because <laughs> y'all have shot my baby frenchy now but in the midst of all of this fighting and shooting and everything going on frenchy somehow manages to finish making the Novichok. I was like, how? How? Like, I, anyway, we, we, we know that's not realistic. So anyway, he gives her the Novichok. He, of course, can't run, can't walk. So he tells her to go take it. So when she does get to Vought Tower, they are having this, uh, you know, again, they're having this battle. Maeve and Homelander are pretty much they are like I, I looked at their fight and it was like watching Captain America fight Captain America like I can do this all day because they're trading blows and they're like they're doing the same amount of damage to each other mm -hmm. over in the other room like I said Annie's getting her ass whipped Butcher is getting his ass whipped but He's got enough of a an edge that he destroys Soldier Boy's shield. I was like, okay. So at this moment, Soldier Boy is pissed now. His shield is gone. He knocks Butcher out the way. And Kimiko comes in with the Novichuk and she tries to go to him. But of course, he he has great peripheral vision, apparently. Grabs her, throws her. Here comes Annie. Annie gets up. She's about to start doing her little starlight thing. There's not enough power. Huey looks at everything on the screen, on the security screen. And he's like, oh no, Annie's about to die. Because Soldier Boy looks like he's about to start powering up. But Huey has a vial of Temp V that was on the ground when they left the office. So he considers taking it, even though he knows it will kill him. And he decides, no, this is what I can do. 
he starts turning up all of the lights in the room so that it powers starlight because again her power comes you know she gets more powerful the more electricity there is now i will say this i understand how great that moment is supposed to be it it felt so cheesy to me <laughs> which moment the the moment where she's powering up and she oh. looks over and then she starts lifting off the ground Levitating. and it's just like oh it just it just felt so cheesy to me but i was like okay this is what it's supposed to be it's supposed to be cheesy Soldier Boy is looking at her like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, why does he look surprised at this? He's a soup. Why would he be surprised? Like, oh my gosh, she's floating in the air. I'm sure he's seen powers similar to hers or as good as hers. I just don't think he would have been in shock that long that it took, you know, so long that it took him to realize, oh, I need to power up and destroy this bitch. I feel like he should have been done it. I, I don't I don't know I don't he's he's like his son he's the supreme level of confidence like whatever she's doing is pro it's just lights you know what I mean so he's not thinking it's and he just threw her around the room like she was nothing yeah he's already feel like she's given her she's given him his her best shot and he did nothing yeah so whatever she's doing is not not of consequence so okay i'm going to pick up my little piece of shield i'm going to stab and decapitate her and he wasn't expecting her to blast his ass like she did yeah but i don't know i guess i feel like well then again we don't know i think up until this particular moment when when he got into this fight we didn't know if he knew how to control the blast at, as well you know what i'm saying like he we see him use it in times when he was going through his ptsd or times when he was pissed off like i said i think him looking at her even in that like oh what is she doing i don't know i feel like he, well, he should have felt how much how much power she was gaining because i, I don't know no he one he he has a little bit of control. He has enough control to be able to call it. But remember, it takes him a long time when he's making a conscious effort to do Which it. Which is why he should have started when he first well, saw her lighting up. He's, it's not going to be the first thing he thinks of because it kind of leaves him vulnerable. Yeah. So okay. it's easier to just grab this piece of shield yeah. and cut her head off because she's right there. And he's literally right there. Yeah. And remember... He has a supreme level of confidence in his abilities. Yeah. He's not thinking that whatever she's doing is going to affect him. Right. Not not in any significant way. He, Like I said, he just threw around the room like she was nipping. That's true. That's true. But yeah, so she, she blasts him and he's looking kind of like, oh, what the fuck was that? And so I guess at this point, he's just like, okay, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I'm about to kill all y'all motherfuckers. So he actually gets ready like he looks like he's about to get ready to start and then um in the midst of all this homelander and Maeve are still fighting homelander has now gouged out one of Maeve's eyes and as she's watching everything going going on she finds something on the ground she turns around and sticks it in his ear y'all i paused the tv because i was like i felt that go through my skull that shit like even now my ear is like 
throbbing because I'm talking about it. But yeah, so they they've both done like horrible damage to each other. Um, I'm sure Homelander doesn't have an eardrum at this moment. Maeve does apparent apparently does not have a right eye. Um, and at this point, after Starlight has knocked out or knocked down, I should say, Soldier Boy. This is when M.M. Butcher and Maeve they all uh they all grab him because they realize the um the nerve agent is on the floor. They grab him so that they can put the um the mask over him. And when he realizes what they're doing, he's like, "Oh no, y'all not finna put me back in that fucking box. I'm not going back." So then he starts powering up. Maeve sees what's going on. Starlight looks at Maeve, and Maeve is just looking like, oh shit. So right before he lets out this blast while he's still powering up, she runs and pushes him out the window. And they are falling, falling, falling. And he finally lets loose with this blast. And it takes out several several floors of the build of vault tower and some surrounding buildings and yeah they just disappear so after this homelander is still ready to fight he's getting ready to attack butcher and ryan is there and butcher is trying to reach ryan you know hey hey ryan are you okay and Homelander is about to fight. He was like, you know what? Y'all just fucked up my whole night. I thought I was going to reunite with my daddy, have, you know, have father, son, and grandpa time, three generations. It was going to be cool. Y'all just fucked that whole thing up. So now I'm about to fuck y'all up because y'all just really ruined my life. And Ryan sees that this is about to be a problem. And he goes to Homelander. He 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 was like, dad, I want to go. I want to go. Let's just go. And of course, Butcher's like Ryan. I'm like, why? Did, why would you think that Ryan would go with you? You treated him like shit the last time he saw you, right? Like, I and I know it was kind of hard for William to look and be like, oh, he really wants to be with Homelander, but Homelander has never treated Ryan like shit from the moment he met him and found out about him. He may not have been the best example for him, but he's never. Like he's always, it, it seemed like he's always put Ryan first. And I think Ryan sees that. He's like, look, dad, I want to go. Let's just go. And when Butcher calls Ryan's name, Ryan looks, he walks over to Homelander's other side and he grabs his hand. And then he looks at Butcher like, now what? Okay, so I hear what you're saying. And I'm going to do something that I don't like to do. I'm going to give the writers too much credit. What? And, hey, and you say, write this down. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> because it's possible that Ryan now realizes the situation he's in mm-hmm. and knew that if he let it go any longer, Homeland was going to kill Butcher. I mean, because think about it. Think about it. If once Ryan realizes that that things can go, about to kill everybody. Everybody. He's like, you know what? Let me just calm him down. He's been around long enough. Let me calm him down because he's gonna kill Butcher. 
and Butcher might really be my only way out of this. So I'm going to give the writers some credit that they, they have Ryan doing this. I know it's probably not true, and I know it's a stretch, but I'd like to think that Ryan isn't going to go down the, well, I was going to say after, after path, scene, but after that last scene, I don't know. That was the inspiration for the panel that, that I'm going to do, the Father Knows Worst panel. Yeah. Because if you think scene. about it, as far as Ryan can tell, like everybody keeps telling him Homelander is this bad person, bad person, but Homelander is the only person who has actually mm-hmm. shown him genuine kindness. Yeah. Nothing but Butcher, nothing but Butcher was nice to him because of Becca. Yeah. But he's yeah. also been mean to him a couple of times too. Who Butcher? Yeah. Yeah, but I and, and yeah. I know that, but what I'm saying is as far as Ryan, like, I don't think he's looking at Butcher like, oh, he he might be my only way out of this. I think at this point he's really like, you know what? I've seen nothing but niceness and kindness from my dad and him having my best interests at heart. Because again, Ryan is young. He doesn't know what he doesn't know what Homelander did to Becca. No. He just knows that for whatever reason, Becca was afraid of Homelander. And as far as Ryan knows, I mean, think about it. In this show, Ryan should be like maybe in between 11 and 12. He's probably only thinking, oh, Becca was scared of Homelander because he's the most powerful super superhuman in the world. Yeah. And she might have been afraid that he was gonna take me. I mean, Ryan, that that could be the whole reason why Ryan, you know. I know. I'm just, I'm trying to get I'm trying to I'm trying I to know. help Ryan out. I'm trying to help Ryan out here. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I really I want I want to. I don't want him to be like his dad, but I, I think know. After that last scene, I, I I don't I don't think that's avoidable. Right, we'll talk about that last scene in a minute. Let's let's go to the other couple of things. So, what we find out is that Maeve is alive. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley and Ashley back in Vault Tower, they see surveillance footage of the guys, the boys, and Kimiko, um, pulling her out of out of an alley, and she does. Oh, oh. yeah, back to Maeve though. Um, we know she's alive, but they're treating her publicly as if she's dead. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was about to say because yeah. Ashley okay. on the security camera, when when they see her, Ashley looks and she's like, "Delete, secure, yeah. delete." So she's like, "Yeah," and I think for her, maybe in her mind, that kind of absolves her from her part in Maeve's abduction and all this other stuff, but no, Ashley, you still, you still a crappy human. But I mean, she does at least hide that part. The fact that Maeve is alive. And then we see Maeve in MM's apartment. She is with Elena. She is very bruised, very broken, but she is, and she's very human right now. Yeah. Cause she can't heal anymore. Like she, she did before. Heal. Yep. Like she said, uh, it's, it's going to take her a while. Just like, all the regular schmucks in the world, but she is alive. She's leaving with Elena and she's going to go hide somewhere where Homelander can't find her, which I mean, at this point, I don't even know why Homelander would want to deal with her because he's probably going to look at her like, ha ha, you're weak. But I know it's, it's an ego thing. He's going to be like, oh, you did this to me. You, you know, you betrayed me. You did this. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Soldier Boy is back i don't know if he's back in russia but he is with mallory he is back in a chamber 
And right. um, he, he's not in Russia. <laughs> they got him in some CIA secure facility. Yeah. Yep. Um, the deep. <laughs> the deep. Uh, yeah. Cassandra did leave him. And now she's doing the talk show circuit with her own book talking about how bad of a person he is. And he's sitting there eating. What was he eating? Ding-dongs or ho-hos or something? Something like that, yeah. Sitting on the couch, crying with his art painting of him and Homelander keeping him company. I was like, you know what? You got what you deserved. I'm so sorry. You really did. But yeah, like you said, um, as far as the public knows, Maeve is dead. She she died saving everyone from Soldier Boy. And that's the way Vaught is spending it. Which is cool because nobody's looking for Maeve now. Um, Butcher is in the hospital because after all the fight and everything, after Ryan left with Homelander, you know, he has a little more black gunk come out of his ear and he passes out. So in the hospital, the doctor is telling him, yeah, so you've got a lot of brain damage. And even if we do surgery, there's no guarantee that your quality of life will improve. And basically, you have months to live, maybe 18 at the most. Okay, so he's, you he's probably thinking that's enough time to come up with a plan. Right. <laughs> Especially because this last one was a suicide mission. So you're basically telling me I get another suicide mission. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah. um, back at the tower, Annie has thrown her starlight costume and boots down the trash chute, which I'm like, you should have burned that. Don't give, don't let somebody. Do you know how much people are gonna sell that for on online? Anyway, they're sitting there talking, and of course, MM invites her to join the boys. So now she's official part of the team. Here comes Butcher, looking around. Everybody's pissed off. Everybody's still pissed off at him, but it's still Butcher. He still technically leads this team, right? So, I think. The funny part of that conversation was Frenchie demanding that they get dental and vision and and, <laughs> and insurance and you are not the boss of me. Just yeah, he's he's gonna be angling for something. Right. So then while they're sitting there trying to figure this out in the background on the news, they talk about the drowning of the congressman and Dakota Bob has now picked a new vice presidential candidate and it's Vicky Newman. And everybody's looking like, oh shit, what the fuck? And Butcher's like, well, that cut's gotta go. <laughs> like, okay, so I guess that's gonna be his new thing. I mean, at this point, if she pops his head, what? He, he's dying anyway from brain damage. So, what is it gonna matter? Homelander goes to, you know, there's a rat, there's still a rally. There's a rally about, you know, against Starlight, still supporting Stormfront. Like, Stormfront has been gone for a while now, y'all. She dead. She dead, dead. You know. Anyway. She's dead and gone. She's yeah. dead. So, um, there's like the news, uh, the news that is covering this little riot or this little um, protest the the byline on, under it says storm chaser who accused starlight of child abuse is a registered sex offender so basically the news was on starlight side and then of course the news camera is attacked by one of stormfront slash homelanders supporters and then 
all of a sudden here comes Homelander out the sky. So everybody's cheering for him. And he's like, hey, you know, you guys are the real Patriots. You know, you're the real Americans, blah, blah, blah. Hey, you guys want to meet somebody? Here comes Ryan flying down from the sky. And, and, and Homelander introduces him as his son. Now, this was the crazy thing. So there was a protester there who threw something at Ryan, threw a can at Ryan and hit him. And then somebody somebody yelled, liberal cunt. Was that the person who threw the can at Ryan or did one of Homelander's supporters call that dude a liberal cunt? Because I couldn't really tell, but I was like, it would make no sense for him to call Ryan that, but he did just throw something at Ryan. No, it was one of the, it was someone else who said, okay. You That's liberal fucktard or That's something like that. But yeah, yeah. so in, yes, liberal fucktards. So when they do that, Homelander, of course, is pissed. Ryan is shocked because somebody just hit him. Homelander is pissed and he lasers the head off of this dude and the dude falls. And who is there to look at all of this? Fucking Todd. Fucking Todd. And Todd looks and everybody else is quiet because they're like, oh shit, Homelander just like lasered this dude's head off. And Todd is like, oh, oh. And Homelander's looking like, what the fuck? And then because of Todd, the whole crowd starts cheering Homelander on. Homelander's looking like, oh, okay. I just killed somebody and they don't give a fuck. Yeah, this is what I like. And then you hmm. see Ryan looking around at everything. And then this slow, very, very subtle, very small smile creeps up. And I was like, You know, that, that was very much like some other person saying, Oh, I could kill someone in, in mass in Times Square and no one would say it. Damn. Okay. We won't go there. We All won't right. go there. We won't go there. But the parallels are obvious once again. Yeah. I was just like, okay. And and that's how we end the show with that smile from Ryan. So I was like, okay, is Ryan going to be one of the bad guys in season four? Like, are we going to get a time jump? Because, I mean, if you've seen the kid who plays Ryan, um, this dude is sprouting up fast. Oh, so he's not going like, to be able to play an 11, 12-year-old. For, he's, for he's, like he's like the Stranger Things kids. Yes. Freaking college age grown adults. <laughs> <laughs> um what, anyway. what other show did that um oh there was another show we were watching where they came back and the kid was like huge it was a show we were watching i can't remember what it was it'll come to me okay welcome yeah so that carl ne carl never grew up like that did he I think it was a little more subtle for Carl because the time jumps were there. There were actually like kind of sort of time jumps, mm -hmm. and then for Carl's age, like when we started the show, he was twelve. But by the time he died, it was he was like seventeen, sixteen, oh, seventeen, okay. somewhere around there. Oh, Will, 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 lost. Oh, he, okay. They, they had the they had they had to write him out. <laughs> I got you. And kind okay. of bring him back at the end briefly because right. he was a grown man. Okay. okay. <laughs> Basically. Okay. Gotcha. And you know, they were only supposed to have been on the island for like a few months. Ah. And, and gotcha. he looked like he went from nine to 18. <laughs> okay. 
But yeah, so anyway, that's that's where we end season three with that smile from Ryan. And I'm just like, oh, this is about to be some shit. Because now, like, Butcher absolutely cannot take Temp B anymore. Like, cannot take it. Especially if he wants to be a part of taking down Vicky Newman. Because mm-hmm. if you already and and eighteen months is is the maximum. The doctor didn't say you had eighteen months. He said eighteen months on the outset. Yeah, he said that's, that's the best you could do. Right. You yeah. may have two months, three months, four months, if that, considering the number of doses you took. So, yeah, he can't do shit. Huey's not about to do shit because. Mm-hmm. He knows the damage that probably is already done to his brain is not as advanced as as Butcher's, but you know Huey has some damage because I mean even at the towards the end of this episode he's sitting there with a tissue pulling brain matter out of his ear, so he can't do shit. MM is not gonna do shit unless, like you said, in season four we find out that he actually does have some kind of powers or some kind of dormant powers, or we just see he has like some superhuman strength or whatever the case may be. Frenchie is not going to do nothing. I mean, yeah, they got Kimiko and they have Annie, which I think is funny that, you know, in a group called the boys, the women are the strongest members, you know, physically, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Cause you got Homelander, you got a very, I don't even want to say Ryan is pissed off. He's probably at this point indifferent to the rest of them. He was probably pissed at Butcher, you know, because that was what a year that that Butcher took getting to know him and and mm-hmm. stuff like that just to kind of turn on him. And again, I understand why Butcher did it because Butcher was trying to keep Ryan safe. But you could have you could have went about that shit a different way. And now you got two problems on your hands two really big problems on your hands. Mm. It's not looking good. Not looking good at all. Three if you count Victoria. Three problems. But you know what? All you got to do is leave Victoria the fuck alone. Leave her alone. Let her her do what she's about to do because we don't know what her agenda is. Well, we kind of sort of know what her agenda is, but as far as like, like she told Starlight, she was like, I don't want any beef with y'all, but just Stay the fuck out of my way. And we're I'm inter- I'm curious to know what powers her child has. I don't know because we haven't seen her child since she mm-hmm. injected her. So I don't know. That's going to be interesting. And then of course we don't know if Soldier Boy is coming back for season four. We don't know if that storyline is going to, you know. Yeah, I that might know. be that might be a dead storyline. I think that I think that storyline is over. I don't know if I feel like it's over, but it might be paused. Um, maybe just for next season because something tells me that um, they probably will get another season. You know, especially, I mean, shit, they got Jeffrey Dean Morgan joining next season, which I'm excited about. Another Supernatural alum. Have, have they leaked uh, what he is or what he's going to do? So It's going to be interesting. I, I, I do know he is filming right now. But yeah, they haven't said they haven't said what it is. And I think somebody else got cast, but I can't remember who it is. I I remember the next time. But yeah, it's <clears throat> season four is gonna be interesting. But I, I think 
they may get a season five. I don't, I feel like maybe season five will probably be it depending on where the storyline goes. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, I, this is not a comic that I've read, so I don't know how far that story goes, but I mean, unless you, unless you kill off Homelander and then make Ryan the next big, big bad, I mean, how many times can you, can you fight, go back and forth with Homelander? It's going to get boring after a while. It's going to get redundant unless they do something like really, really I don't know, unexpected out of the blue. So I don't know. But I tell you, this season had a lot of surprises, had a lot of um, eye-opening moments. And I'm just sitting here like, how are y'all going to talk? Like, we were talking about this. I remember when we covered the second season, when they did the love sausage, we were like, how are they going to talk that? And then, of course, they they opened up the season with a huge penis exploding. And then we get herogasm. So I'm just like, what? I don't even know if I want to ask, what are you guys going to do to top this next next season? Because I'm almost scared of what kind of imagination that will take. <laughs> um. Well, you know, I, I, I don't even know. I don't know. I, I don't even know. You're right. I couldn't have expected to start the season with a big penis door. In, in right. I, I I don't know. I don't know where 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 can they go with this now. I don't know. You know where where can they go? I I, I have no idea. Especially with Jeffrey D. Morgan, like this. It, I don't think there's a correlation to what is happening in the comic books. I really don't think there is. I don't know. I don't. Th I don't think so, so either. I, because they're they're totally going. Well, I mean, they they have they have some elements of what's in the comic book, mm -hmm. but they've changed so much. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not in a bad way. It's just it's different. Yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah, I mean, and and that happens a lot of times with adaptations, but I'm just like. They're going to make me want to go read it. And I don't, I just don't have the time to get sucked into comics. I don't, I don't, I didn't hit the Powerball the last few weeks. I don't have like <laughs> money to just sit at home and just immerse myself in this stuff. And that's what I'm going to have to do between this and Umbrella Academy and uh, a lot of the other stuff that we watch. I just don't have the time. I really want to, I just and then I'm yeah. sitting here thinking, like, I, I have it on in the background. I'm like, damn, I haven't watched Diabolical yet. I need to watch that. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. There's, there's so much. I don't know. There's so much. There's so much stuff. And then we got Invincible getting ready to come back. Finally. We got Shadow and Bone getting ready to come back in a few weeks. Yeah, and next um, week is next week is shot because we're going to be at Atlanta at Atlanta Comic Con. Atlanta Comic Con, well, ATL Comic Convention. ATL Comic uh, Convention. We got Ant Man coming up this week, and we're doing our Arthurian Legends recording for February for next week, which is going to be a Knight's Tale. So it's a lot. I don't have time. I don't. Mm -hmm. I would love to. I don't know. Maybe I 
I don't know, maybe if I decide to do another solo cruise this year, maybe I'll just take some stuff and just read on, on the deck while we're at, I don't know. That I feel like that's going to be the only way I can actually sit down and like concentrate long enough to read. But I do kind of want to see where the story for the boys, like what is it doing in the comics and -hmm. where it goes? I I don't know because the boy, I I don't think it's still currently running as as a comic, correct? No, it's over. Because this comic, yeah, this comic is... It's it's then it's run. Okay, so I don't know. I get... I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm going to have to try and figure that out. But then I'm like, I don't want to spoil anything that might happen. I don't know. I figured out. I figured out. Whatever. You got anything? <laughs> Look, you got any final thoughts about the boys season three? Uh, no, I, I think I said everything I wanted to say. We had fun with this season, though. We did. It was fun. There were there were some fun moments, <laughs> some explosive moments. I'm telling you that, that the, the Soldier Boy storyline was really, really well done. Mm-hmm. I'll say that it was really well done. Right. So, yeah. props, props to them for that. I enjoyed that. I loved seeing Jensen in this. Now, all yeah. they have to do is add Jared, which I know they're. I think they're trying to figure out a way to add Jared in. I don't know if it's going to be like a guest spot or if they're going to like actually put in, him in for a couple of episodes, but you know Kripke seems to be bringing a lot of his supernatural folks so i'm not gonna complain about that Mm-mm. i have no complaints and there's, there's and there's nothing wrong with it either nothing because mm. they're doing an awesome job yeah but uh yeah i'm i'm very curious and i'm very fearful of what season four is gonna <laughs> look like <laughs> like i just don't know if i'm ready so we got a whole maybe a year because I don't think they've announced when season four is supposed to come back. But again, they just started filming, I think, maybe a few weeks ago. So they're gonna be okay. they're gonna be in in production for probably several months and then they've got pro- post-production. So I would guess maybe sometime next year. Let's hope. Cause I, yeah, I don't know okay. if I can wait till 2025. Like these long hiatuses kill me. No, what's terrible is all the stuff starts at the same time. So when they end, they all have the long hiatus. And so there's nothing going on while we wait. Well, other stuff, but a lot of it is stuff that we either can't or don't cover. Right. Just because it may not fall within our little wheelhouse. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we got lots of Marvel stuff coming up this year so that'll that'll take i think that'll take the place of some of it so you know we'll we'll see but um let's see i think the only thing i'm going to mention is as you mentioned atlanta uh comic convention or atl comic convention um we will be doing that next weekend february 24th 25th and 26th myself casey michelle we will be doing two walking dead base panels anthony and i will be doing a father knows worst panel and i'm sure we will be talking about homelander in that panel as long as and soldier boy and soldier boy i mean we probably can throw butcher in there too since he was kind of a a father figure i know we're going to talk about nolan we have to talk about nolan so you know we'll talk about some other things too but yeah so we'll do that 
and again um the convention will have lots of walking dead people i think um i think the count is now 12 uh people from the walking dead the hobbits will be there from the lord of the rings they've got other stars coming they've got voice actors coming they have featured cosplayers of course they're going to have vendors and all this other stuff so um if you guys are in Atlanta next weekend, come check it out, February 24th through the 26th at the World Congress Center. You can find the convention information at www.atlcomicconvention.com. You can find our information on fandomhybrid.com. I will also post the information on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter feed. So if you are you know, interested in coming, Come check us out. Come listen to our panels. Come participate. It will be interactive. So we will be talking, but we will also be talking to the audience, getting, you know, audience comments and, um, you know, just having some fun geek chatter as we like to do. So come join us for that. And uh, we hope to see you there. If you are there, come say hi. Let us know who you are. But for now, that is it for our show. You can find us online at www.phantomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Phantom Hybrid. You can chat with us on our Discord channel. You can watch us on our YouTube channel. And you can listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time.